0: This book is titled, Snow in Jerusalem, written by Deborah DaCosta. In the walled old city of Jerusalem, which some call the center of the universe, Avi waited. He sat on the stone front step of his family's apartment. The silver mezuzah in the doorframe above him sparkled in the sunlight. Then he saw her, the small plump cat with long white fur. "'Shalom, hello, my little cat,' he said softly. "'I have some warm chicken for you.' The cat purred as she ate. Then she rubbed against Avi's legs. "'Avi, my love, are you feeding that cat again?' his mother teased from the kitchen window. "'We'll never get rid of it now.' But Avi loved this fluffy white cat. "'There is no other cat like you in all of Jerusalem,' Avi whispered. "'You are a miracle.' A gift from Hashem, the Holy One. The cat gazed at Avi with big eyes as clear and blue as the sea. Mew, she said. Then she padded hastily down the wind-chilled street. Avi watched, wondering where she was going. Suddenly, he had an idea. Cat, Avi called, next time I will follow you. The cat moved through the winding streets of the Jewish quarter, She ducked into shaded, cobbled alleyways and pranced through sunlit courtyards, fragrant with the sweet smell of rosemary. Soon she reached the hustle and bustle of the Muslim quarter. Here the narrow streets were filled with shiny brass pots, colorful plates, and tapestries the color of fire. Hamoudi waited outside his family's small restaurant as the cat headed towards him. "'Ah, there you are, little white one.' "'Iziak, how are you?' Hamoudi said gently. "'He put down a plate of lamb and a bowl of water. "'The cat purred as she ate and drank. "'Then she rubbed against Hamoudi's legs. Hamudi, my darling, are you feeding that cat again?' "'His mother teased from the open doorway. "'It will never leave us now.' "'But Hamoudi loved the silky white cat.' There is no other cat like you in all of Jerusalem," he whispered. I know you must be a miracle, a gift from Allah. Meow, the cat said. Then she padded off through the crowded streets. Hamudi watched, wondering where she was going. Suddenly he had an idea. Cat, he called, next time I will follow you. But the next time did not come. In the Jewish quarter, Avi waited for many days. The cat was nowhere to be seen. There were many other cats, skinny cats with wild, hopeless eyes. They darted in and out of alleys and climbed on garbage bags. But not one of them was the beautiful white cat. Avi worried. And in the Muslim quarter, Hamoudi waited too. Each day he prepared the cat's favorite dish of lamb leftovers. But there was no sign of her. There were many other cats, big ones and small ones. All had bony ribs and patchy fur. Not one of them was the beautiful white cat. Hamudi worried. It was many weeks later that the white cat appeared on Avi's doorstep. What happened to you, cat? Avi cried. You look so skinny. And you look dirty, too. He ran into the kitchen Then he rushed outside and put fish and a big bowl of water at the little cat's feet. She ate and drank heartily and purred. But this time, when the cat started on her way, Avi followed her. He chased her through the shaded alleys and carved archways of the Jewish quarter. He followed her all the way into the Muslim quarter. There, the cat padded right up to a small restaurant as Avi watched in amazement, she jumped into the lap of a boy who fed her something from his hand. Avi frowned. That's my cat, he shouted. Is not, Hamudi yelled back. She's my cat. The cat jumped out of Hamudi's lap and began running down the street. Now see what you've done, Hamudi accused. Now see what you've done, Avi answered back. But just then something unusual happened it began to snow in Jerusalem. Snowflakes floated gently through the air, swirling and twirling on their way to the earth. The cat stopped for a moment and sat in the feathery whiteness. She sniffed at the crisp cold air. My cat's getting all wet, Hamoudi said. You mean my cat is getting wet. She could freeze in this weather, Avi added. Hamoudi remembered how thin and scraggly the cat had seemed when she was in his lap. "'We'd better help her then,' he said firmly. The boys ran together, but the cat rounded the corner and disappeared into the streets of the Christian quarter. They tried to follow her paw tracks, but the spinning snow erased them faster than they could be found. Side by side, the two boys continued through the streets into the Armenian quarter catching glimpses of white fur through gusts of snow. What if she is in a big hole somewhere, already half-frozen? Hamoudi asked. Then we will warm her with our coats, Avi said. But fear, like a dark cloud, began to follow them through the cold streets. Chatul! Cat! Avi sobbed in Hebrew. Chatul! Chatul! Ota! Cat! Hamudi cried out in Arabic. Ota! Ota! And please excuse my pronunciation. The boys searched through street after street. Finally, they heard a faint sound like the muffled whine of the wind. They stopped and stepped closer to a darkened alley. Hearing the sound again, Avi and Hamudi began to run, slipping and sliding on the snow-covered street. The cries were coming from some bags and cardboard cartons. The boys pushed them aside until they came to one small box. Curled inside was the white cat. She was not half frozen. And she was not alone. It's a miracle, Avi said with a smile. She has kittens, four of them. Truly a miracle, Hamoudi agreed, kneeling down to peer into the box. Avi laughed. No wonder the mama got so skinny. Hamoudi nodded as he rubbed the fuzzy velvet tummy of one kitten. What will we do with all these cats, Avi asked. It's too dangerous for them to live outside in a box. They could freeze or be killed by mean dogs or bad people. Hamudi thought about all the stray cats of Jerusalem with bony ribs and patchy fur. We cannot just let them live on the streets. Then we must take them home, Avi told him. Yes, said Hamudi. There's plenty of room at my house for five cats. Oh, no, no, Avi said quickly. I saw the mother first, so I get to take them home. Hamoudi scowled. Silence crackled in the air between them. Then Hamudi said sharply, How do I know you saw the mother cat first? You can't prove it. Neither can you, Avi snapped back. Leaving her kittens, the cat padded over to the spot where the boys stood arguing. She began to purr loudly and rub against the legs of each boy. Her tracks made a figure eight around them in the snow. Avi bit his lip and looked away. She does not want us to fight, he said slowly. Hamudi stared down at his feet. She wants peace. Then we will share, Avi said. Hamudi smiled. So the boys rummaged through the bags and cartons until they found two boxes that were just the right size. They put two kittens in each box. ''Who will get the mother cat?'' Avi asked. ''Hm, I think she wants us to share her too,'' Hamoudi said with a grin. ''Yes,'' Avi agreed. ''She can travel back and forth between us, the way she did before.'' Then the two boys headed back to their homes in the old city of Jerusalem, the place some call the center of the universe. With great care, each boy carried two kittens in a small box, They were followed proudly by a blue-eyed white cat they named Snow. And this concludes the book Snow in Jerusalem.